0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. Okay, we're learning today, Daftes Amir We have a, a new mishnah. Zok mishnah, ein Shema mibayis umimakim lamakim. We are not We are not concerned. We're talking about at the time of bedikas chametz that maybe a chulda dragged some chametz from one house to the next, or from one place to the next. In other words, maybe I did Bidika's chametz in one room, and then when I moved on to the next room, a chuldah, which is some kind of weasel or some kind of animal like that, took a piece of chametz and brought it into the room that I already checked. The im came because if so that we would be chayshish for that, May chatser Then we would have to be concerned from one chatser to the next. Rashi says that means from one house in a chatser to the next. Because we learned earlier that you don't need to do bidika in a chatser itself. Umayir leir. And you'd have the same concern from one city to the next. Ain la dovra saif. There would be no end to the, to the matter. In other words, if you're going to worry that every place that you did bidika's chomets, the chulda came in afterwards and snuck in chametz, so then it will be impossible to do pedigas chametz in such a uniform way that all the chametz has gotten rid of at the same time, and that there is therefore no chashash that the chametz came in. And therefore we say that we're not chayshish that a chulda brought chametz into a room that we were already Baidik. Okay, that's the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, the reason the Mishnah says you're not cheshesh, the situation that the Mishnah says that we're not concerned that a chulda brought chametz into our home, is when we didn't see the chulda schlepping chametz. But if we saw a Khulda crawling into a room that I already checked with chametz in his mouth... So, chayshinon, then we are chayshish, that there's chametz there. We saw the cholde bring chametz there. ubayi bedika, and it needs bedika. So, the Gemara asks a great question. V'amai, for the Gemara, why should I be chayshish, that there's chametz in that room? Neima achalte. Let's say that the cholde ate the chametz. I mean, after all, the cholde is schlepping the chametz in its mouth. Why wouldn't we assume that when the chulda got to some place to rest, it sat down and it ate the chametz? Why do we worry that there's some chametz left? Again, just to clarify, the Mishnah says that when there's no chulda, we don't worry, maybe there was a Khulda and we didn't see it. So the Gemara's medayek that if we did see a chulda, then we are concerned. But why are we concerned? Shouldn't we assume that the Khulda ate it? Me loy Tanan doesn't it say in the Mishnah in Ahalois? <middureis> Medurais haakum tmeim. Medurais haakum are living spaces where a guy lives, and a living space that a guy lives is Tame, is Tamei meis. The reason that it's Tamei meis is because Goyim, unlike Yidin, Goyim have a habit of burying their nefalim stillborns um, miscarriages in the house, somewhere in the house, they'll, they'll bury it. And therefore, there's a Tomas Mace that's Shaira in the house of a guy if he, if he did that. Um, Rashi even points out that we know that there is a Shitta of the Tanoyim that holds that Goyim are not Metame Mace, but that's only Lagabe Oihel. Adam ki Yomos that when it comes to tumas oihil, that you lean over a mace or over where a mace is, then, then there's a, there's tum, or if you're in the same oihil as a mace, that the Tumas spreads. But touching a mace or carrying a mace, that's the same whether it's a yid or a guy. So getting back to this Mishnah that the Gemara is quoting, if you have the living spaces of guyim, the Mishnah says that they're tameh. How long does a guy have to be in a certain living space for us to have the halacha that we can't go into that living space without checking, you know, for tumah? Certainly, a Kayan can't without checking for tumah. Forty days, meaning that if a guy lived in a space for forty days, we have to assume that there's Tuma there. Even if this guy is not married, we still worry that he buried children that may have been born through Znus, through through a, a relationship that's not a marriage. Okay. So all of that, that's the halacha, the basic halacha about a living space of a guy. Then the Mishnah goes on. And the Mishnah says, V'chol im shechuldah vechazir yechaylem lahalach. <laughs> Any place that a chulda or a chazir is able to walk, ein Tzarech bedika does not need to be checked for the the embryos or the stillborns or the 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 uh, the mesim that could be buried there. So, the Gemara wants to know. Think about it. If a, in a case of a guy. Where the the guy where Chayshes buried a Nephil let's say, and a chulda has access to that area, the Mishnah says that we assume that the chulda dug it up and ate it because that's something that chuldas do. So if that's the case, so why is it in our sugya that if a chulda takes a piece of chametz into a, a makim, that we then have to recheck that place, just like by the halacha of Tumas Akum? we say that if the Khulda had access to the place, we assume the Khulda ate the mace, and therefore it's not Tameh. The area is cleansed of the possibility of a mace. So so too over here, where we saw a chulda go into an area with chametz, we should assume that the chulda ate the chametz. Oma Rabzeira loikasha. Rabzeira says you can't compare the two things. It depends what was on the menu. ha the lechem In the case of the Tumas Akum, the Tumas Mace of an Akum, over there we're talking about Basar. We're talking about what would be to the Khulda flesh, meat. But in by chomet, by by chomets, the the case that we're talking about obviously is chametz, is Lechem is bread. So the Gemara says that a chuldah or a chazir will react to Basr with a little bit more gusto then they'll react to lechem. Bibasar loy when it comes to meat, it will not leave over. But belechem, bread, is not going to interest the chulda as much, and it may leave over. So our question was: Why is it that when a chulda brings chametz into a rishos, we check it for chametz, and we don't say that the chulda ate it? But if a chulda has access to the demakim of a guy, we say certainly there's no mesim there because if there was, the chulda would have eaten them. And the answer is because basar is more of a of a taiva for the chulda, and therefore the chulda will finish it off. in kein lechem, we don't assume that the chulda finished it off. That's Reb pshat. O my Rava, oh, Ravo said, "Hi, Mai, what is the kasha here?" Rava says, "You don't need to say this chiddush." That Reb Zeyra is saying that it depends what's on the menu. Actually, the case of our sugya and the case of the mishnah and olays are not comparable at all. Bishlamahasam, When it comes to over there, the case of the tumah of a guy. So over there. We don't know that there's any mason that are buried there at all. We're just concerned because we know that the minhug among the umay at the time was that if there was a nafel, they would just bury it under the house or in the wall or something. So so therefore, we're concerned that maybe that happened. It's not a vaday; it's a safik. Bishlam over there, eimer hava, maybe it happened. Eimer you could say it didn't happen. And then we say, And even if it did happen, no, there's a suffolk on the suffolk. Even if it did happen, maybe the chulda ate it. In other words, even though, even if we'll assume that it's a suffolk if a chulda would, would eat it, but over there, it's enough to just have a suffolk because the whole problem was only a suffolk. There was no vados that there was ever a mace there. So, to resolve the suffix that maybe there was a mace there, we could introduce the suffix that maybe a chulda ate it. However, by us, aval but over here, De 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 shokal. It's with certainty that we saw that the chulda took the chomets. The fact that there's chomets in the rishos now, that's a vadai, not a suffix. So the suffix that a chulda ate it is not enough to, to, to end our concern about a vadai. So mi yemar da do we say for sure that he, the Khulda ate it? Have a suffix o vadai. In that case, it's a suffix and a vadai. In other words, there's a vadai that there was chametz and only a suffix that maybe the Khulda ate it. Ve ain suffix moitsi mi vadai. A suffolk cannot resolve a vadai. A suffolk could resolve a suffolk. We don't even know if there's a mace there in the Mishnah in allays, and so we can resolve that by saying by introducing the chulda and saying even if there was a mace, maybe the chulda ate it. The maybe is enough because the whole existence of the mace to begin with is only a maybe. But over here, the Hummus is a vadai. To say maybe the chulda ate it doesn't resolve a vaday that we know for sure that there was chametz there. Now the Gemara questions this say that we said that a Suffolk cannot resolve a vaday. And the Gemara brings up a halacha that we saw earlier on the Avdalat Omid Beis. The Gemara says as follows, The ain't Suffolk mighty miday Is that true that a Suffolk cannot resolve Avadai vehotanyo, ay, we have a bryso, the bryso says, Chover Shemes, a Talmud Chochom that was nifter, Heiniach megura maleo Peris and he leaves behind him a storehouse with peirois in it. Now these peirois need miser taken off. Even if they were only finished today. Finished means that when they had tvoa, when they had grain, there were different avodas that needed to be done. It needed to be harvested, gathered, threshed, um, put into piles, smoothed out. The final malacha was smoothing it out. And the halacha is that it's not chayav and until it's nigmara malachtai, until the malacha is done. So, over here you have a Chover that left behind the Megayra Malaya Peroys, who was full of peirous. and They had just been Nigmar today. They have a Chazaka. We assume that Maiser was taken off. Why do we assume that Maiser was taken off? Over here by these Peroys, by this t'vua. Certainly they're tevel, that's a vadai, meaning all tvua, when it's, when it's Nigmar becomes tevel, that's a vadai, certainly it becomes tevel. Tevel, just a reminder, tevel means food that were not, that, that, that the true mice meis and were not taken off. So vadai, tvili, hani, peris, certainly this, these peris became tevel, and we have a suffix if the Khaver took maeser. The suffix the suffix We have a suffix was meiser taken off, or was meiser not taken off, and still the brisa says that we assume meiser was taken off. The kaasi suffix. So the suffix did the Khaver take off meiser or not? Um, introducing that suffix is enough. de midevadai, and it takes away the chashash of the vaday that certainly this food needed meiser taken off. So how could it be? I we just said Rav just explained that ain't suffic moitzimide vadi. That when you have a vadi issue, you can't introduce a suffic to resolve it. So the Gemara says, "I'm sorry, this case is not a case of suffic and vadi." Zokti Gemara, hosam vadi u Over there, you're right that the tevel. The food certainly needs maiser taken off, but it's a vadai that the Talmud Chacham took maiser. De vadai ma'asri. Certainly, the tvua was, was gemaiser. Certainly, maiser was taken off of that tvua. Kidareb khanina Like, like we learned from the Memra of Reb khanina the De of khanina Chanina Huzao said al Khaver There's a chazaka about it, Talmud Khaum Moitsi that he does not relinquish from his hands, he does not leave behind him Davar mesuk on something that was not taken care of. Even though it was just within the day that this food was Nigmar, we assume that the way that a Khaver runs his business is that he would never leave food that was not mesuken. So even though vada it had been tevel, we also say vaday miser was taken off because uh, haver of course takes off miser. That's one difference between this case of haver and our case of ein safik, moitzi mi de Iba Be'ibayaseyman, if you want, I'll say the Gemara says, safik v'safiku. No, it could be that the case of Miser, you were so confident, the Gemara tells us, that of course food before miser was taken off is called tevel, that's a vaday, uh-uh, not so fast. It's not such a vaday that all food becomes tevel. If you know the halachas, you know that there are foods that will not become tevel ever, and they'll always remain muter, at least miday reisa, that you will not need miser to be taken off. What's the pshat? Because Dilma me Maybe from the beginning, this food was not an issue of tevel. like the halacha of raboishia, de omar because raboishia says that there's a loophole in the dinam of meiser that allow a person to have food without meiser taken off, and that loophole is as follows. The halacha is, as we said, that the din of miser begins when the t'vua is nigmara malachtai. It begins when the food was threshed and, 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 and it was uh, purified and it was um, nigmara malachtai. It was smoothed out and bundled up and, and taken care of and, and ready to go. So, uh, very interesting halacha. The halacha is that the din meiser is established when the meiser is brought in through the door. When it's what's called roya p'nei habayis, when it sees the house. In other words, kolzman the meiser, the food is out in the field, it's not in meiser. It's only when it's brought inside, into my bayis, into my rishos, then it becomes in meiser. Now, what happens, Rabbi Shia says, if when you bring it into your house, you had no intention, you designated it as animal food. you did not you, you brought it in without threshing it, you brought it in with its mites with its with its chaff, because you designated it as animal food, and therefore it was never enigmura malachtai, and therefore it wasn't chayev and meiser. Then once it was in the house, you changed your mind and you decided to, to clean it and to, to take off the mites and to, to grind it up and to make it into bread for human beings. So that is food that never was in the matzav of becoming chayav and meiser. Let's see that inside. The Amr Rabbi, Ishiya, Rabbi said, Ma'arim Adam al A person could, could be clever, could make a trick with his tvu'a. Umachnisa b'moitz shala and he brings it into the bias with its shaft k'deshit ehe b'hemtoy so that it could be animal food uptura min Then it's potter from meiser, and then he could, you know, then afterwards if he redesignates it, it's still not going to be chayiv in meiser So in other words, we really have a suffic if this food was ever chayiv in meiser. So even if it's only a suffolk, if the Talmud Chacham took Miser off the food, but again, it's a suffolk that's mitzi Midei suffolk. We have a suffolk if his food was Miser to begin with. And even if it was Miser, it's possible that he, that he took off Miser. So there, so there, Kadesh so Upturam in a Miser, so there, your, your potter from Miser, so there, we'll say that suffolk is Moitzi Midei suffolk. So basically, there's like four steps to our Gemara to today's Gemara. Um, step number one was that we noticed that when that by a, a, when a chulda takes chametz into a reshus, we have to recheck it. But when a chulda has access to the house of a guy, we do not wonder if the if if the if it left over anything, and we assume that the chulda ate the entire thing. The Gemara first suggested. Reb said that there's a difference between meat and bread, and the nafel would be considered basar to the cholda, and 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 that's it's very enthusiastic about, and it will finish it off. But bread, we're misupic about. But then Rava told us step three. Rava told us that um, that that's not the case. You don't need to say that. Even if it's always just a suffolk, if the cholde got rid of the mace or the chametz, by the case of the mace, it was a suffolk if there was a mace there to begin with. So therefore, the suffix of of that maybe the mace was removed by the cholde is enough to resolve a problem that's just a suffix But by chametz, we saw the cholde go into the rishus with chametz. That cannot be resolved with a mere suffig that maybe the choldah removed the chametz. And then, part four, the Gemara brought another case, the case of a Talmud Chacham that was Nifter, and he left behind Tvua, and the brisa says that we assume that chametz was, t- that uh, that Meiser was taken off, excuse me. And the Gemara says, l'chayru, that's a suffig moitimidei devadai Vada'i, meiser, needs to be taken off. Suffolk, if he took meiser off. So the Gemara responds to that in two different ways. Either the Gemara says it's a vada'i uvada'i. In other words, certainly it needed meiser taken off. But it's also a vada'i that a Talmud Chocham would not leave something, not Misuka, not taken care of. Or we could say that both sides are a sufik, Because not all food always is chayev in meiser. If it was brought in as animal food, so then it's Pater for Meiser. So then we have a suffix if it was ever Mechoyev in Meiser, and that we could resolve with a suffix that perhaps the Talmud Chacham um, took off Meiser. And with that, we finished the, the Amid for today. You have been listening to a shir from Illuminated.org For other shirim on many topics, or to hear an Ion shir on any Daf in Shas, including Mara Mukheimas on each she'er